All right, welcome back to All American Wine and Whiskey, Season 3, Episode 10, and we are live on location in Bartstown, yeah. number two. Yeah, with me this time is Wee Man. What's up, everyone? Wee Man, good to have you here in Bartstown. Oh, it's awesome. We are. We don't have Philly Phil with us. Philly Phil came last time last year, and, uh, you know, the last... Uh, the last episode, we were sitting there, and uh, we said something about maybe trying to put something together. Hey, we're here. Yeah, we are. We're actually live on location, so um, not only are we going to actually throw out this live, we're going to throw it out and put it and produce it, send it out as soon as we're done with us. Oh, we are. Yeah. Cool. Um, hey, it's uh, it's 2.30 in Bardstown, and we're somewhat sober. Somewhat. Somewhat, yeah. <laughs> but we'll talk a little you bit. You didn't mention what time we started drinking, though. We started drinking at 8.45 this morning. That's about right. Yeah, so we start off. We won't touch too much about this because we've done, we've covered uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company before, but we started off there this morning and uh, had us an old-fashioned to start and then did uh, four different tastings there. So good little start for the morning, right? Yeah, it was it was awesome. Um but, uh, but then we went out and uh, we started at Heaven Hill. And uh, first time I've been there, first time obviously you've been there. Yep. Um, and it was a really cool experience. So today, this is really, we're going to be talking a lot about the Heaven Hill experience, the distillery, um, you know, the, the whole new, uh, I guess, visitor center with the, you know, museum, movie theater, tasting experience, bottle shop. I mean, it's a uh, pretty cool experience. So We'll go through that. And with us today, we are drinking Old Fitzgerald. <laughs> but which Old Fitzgerald are we drinking here, Wee Man? The Prime. Yeah, the Prime bourbon. This is pretty expensive, right? Oh, man, it's a killer on the pocket. It set us back a little bit, right? Yep. So we rolled up yesterday in Bardstown. We bought three bottles of this thing. Three bottles. We found three bottles and we bought them immediately. Um, so we flew in from Charlotte straight into Louisville, drove down here. And then uh, we were able to secure three of these beautiful gold old Fitzgerald prime bourbons. And so we're going to be talking a little bit about the tastings on these. I, how much did this set us back, Wee Man? I can't remember. Uh, I think it was $12.99. Yeah, $12.99 plus tax. You, gotta, yeah. you can't forget oh, about that. Yes. That tax is a, oh, it was a killer on this one. But, you know, hey, when you're in Rome, you got to. You got to spend the money, right? Yeah, you don't see this very often. So. Yeah, you know, it was funny. This is this is one of the ones when Philly Phil and I came here last year. Um, I made him buy this bottle. Didn't he drink the whole bottle and you didn't even get to try it? He basically drank the whole bottle. But at one time we got back, he's like, "Hey man, we'll try this." And you know how Philly Phil is. Philly Phil's got a, a little bit of a, a drinking problem, <laughs> and he had the whole thing done. I think the second day I was able to go over there and there was maybe a half a pour left. <laughs> so I got to try it. And I was like, see, I told you this is the greatest stuff ever for 13 bucks. Um, it is definitely not out in many states at all anymore. Um, we'll kind of get into it a little bit um, and talk about it here in a little while and, and kind of why it's, uh, I guess, a, and it's not a, a unicorn bottle by any means, but why it's a little bit harder to find. Um, outside of Kentucky and some in several states, but uh, so we meant obviously first time on Bourbon uh, Trail for you. Um, obviously, first time with Heaven Hill Distillery. Um, what's your initial thoughts when you rolled into Bardstown and kind of saw where we're at? Honestly, it's pretty quiet. Yeah, uh, we went and ate dinner 
last night and yeah. we had, I mean, the people here are just fantastic. They're really nice, very social, very open. Um, happy to have people here. Um, but it is not, it's not big at all. No, I mean, it's, it, it's pretty country. Absolutely. Definitely is. I mean, really good rolling hills can, you know, the Kentucky bluegrass yep. everywhere. Uh, you definitely see some cornfields. We got to see the racetrack when we flew in. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So flew in into Louisville. So definitely got to see Churchill Downs, um, you know, just a, a cool experience. And then got in a rental car and, you know, headed down to Bardstown, not, not a good 35, 40 yeah, minute I mean, trip. It's a, so. it's a short trip. It's not too yeah. bad. Yeah, so as you mentioned last night when we got in, so we went down to the Rick House um, restaurant. It's a, a steakhouse here in Bardstown. Um, it looks and, like it's on a college campus or something, doesn't it? It does. Uh, you, you got the middle school of Bardstown, the high school, um, what obviously was an old Rick House. There were some other things going on um, in I this was area. barely able to step through the door. Remember that? Yeah. And, and you're like five foot two. <laughs> so yeah, I was bending down to get into this place. Really cool. Barrel set up aside. Um, you know, we got a bar seat, um, which is the greatest place, obviously, as everybody knows, to have conversations with people, really have a good conversation about bourbon. We talked about a lot of things. We met a couple of different couples and and talked with them about their experiences. One was from Louisville. They were just kind of down for the weekend. Uh, another was um, some an older couple that had moved and retired down here to Bardstown. So um, it was pretty good. And it was probably kind of cool just to learn a little bit and uh, good dinner. So if anybody is in here in Bardstown, I'd highly recommend Rick House. Um, you know, great bartenders, bourbon selection as well. great bourbon selection, good pricing. Um, you know, we had uh, a, you know good burgers, you know, yeah. I said. Um, so all in all, they are pretty happy. So, and like I mentioned, we went and, and started off at Bardstown uh, Bourbon Company, and we're not going to get too, too much into that because we've covered them before. But uh, just a real quick glance at it. What was your overall thoughts of it? They have put a lot of money to yeah. make themselves known very quickly. It's, I, I kind of told you it's like the, it reminds me of the Del Dado of bourbon. You, would you agree with that? Uh, it, it was certainly impressive. Yeah, Let's put it, it that way. Like, um, I mean, these brick houses are just, they're, they're beautiful. Yeah. The whole facility, it just, yeah. yeah they and, and they're really young. I mean, they're only like six years old. So. Yeah, but they're they're already housing stuff for other people. So yeah, they're making absolutely. money off of off of that. Yeah, it's, I mean, I think, I think Philly Phil and I might have covered last year. Who knows? Because we've done this kind of after we did tastings too. But there's there's things from Kentucky Owl to High West to you know Jefferson's Ocean. There's a lot of things coming out of that. And finally, some of their stuff is finally just yeah. To they come out, they right? said they're finally doing a few of their own yeah. bottles. Yeah. The Heaven Hill one, I was, um, you know, Philly Phil and I never did it when we came last year. Um, we drove by uh, on our way out to Willett, and I was like, oh, man, this is impressive. So I was really excited that we got to do today. We did the, what was it called, the Do Your Bourbon Tour, I think is what do, it's called. Do You Bourbon? Do I, You Bourbon? Do Your Bourbon? Something I, like I that. A picture of it. Uh, so it, it was a tasting um where at the very end we got to bottle our own so which is it was super exciting um you know heaven hill is obviously you know very famous um i think it gets overlooked a lot of times you know when you go through it um and you've got it pulled up here you do bourbon you do bourbon. yeah, yeah. um you know, heaven hill you know family started in 35 you know came across so you, you get a lot of these immigrant stories and, and that type of thing 
Um, like I said, they have a great little museum area. So if you do come for tastings, um, they've got like a 12 minute movie that runs, you know, kind of like a little small, like it reminded me of like the hall of fame or something like that. You're going through a museum, looking yep. at everything. Um, but I mean, we all pretty familiar with heaven Hill products, but it's nothing that I always think it like jumps out at you. Right. You know, they have like 60 lines. Of yeah. It, right. And, and that's, I think that was one of the things that really threw me back as far as production numbers, only 20% of their production numbers are coming from bourbon. Um, and the 80% are going across all lines, whether it's flavored whiskey or, um, you know, gin or whatever. Um, you know, they bought deep Eddie out of vodka, Texas. Yeah. So they got vodka labels, um, just a lot of things that they have done. Um, you know, they're very proud of their history. Uh, very proud that they're still privately owned. Um, third generation right now, prepping the fourth generation to be able to take over. Um, so just a cool story. Um, I think another thing, um, you know, it kind of resonates with me about Heaven Hill. Um, you and I, obviously, we've mentioned this before, college roommates. Um, we went to Elon, which is kind of prides itself for the school that rose from the ashes and, and they ended up becoming the Phoenix is yep. the mascot. We used to be the fighting Christians, right? But we had to change mascots because that wasn't cool enough when we went to become a university. But um, there was an on-campus fire and they're talking about the Phoenix rising from the ashes. And you were talking, you know, today's tour a little bit about Heaven Hill. There was a massive fire. 96, was it? Yeah, 1996. 90, yeah. Um, massive fire. And you could, you could really hear the appreciation um, from our tour guide, you know, and him talking about the appreciation from Jim Beam and from Brown Foreman about them reaching out immediately after this great fire that took out Rick houses here in Bardstown. Yeah. They um, basically asked, what can we do? Yeah. Right? What can we do? How can we help you? That communal bond, which I think is, is, is an important thing. Um, it, you know, kind of getting back to the whole thing of this was, you know, the, the American story coming across and trying to build this, you know, great thing. Um, it was really neat. And I think, um, you know, hearing that story and that appreciation and still talking about that appreciation, even though these are massive entities that we're talking about with Brown Foreman, who owns, you know, Old, Old Forester and, and Woodford and Jack and, and that type of thing. And then Jim Beam and its massive portfolio. And then ultimately Heaven Hill and this massive portfolio and what they're doing. Um, it was it was really impressive to hear. I think Heaven Hill rolls out, I think, 330 barrels a day, which is yeah, uh, that's insane. Just, uh, it's just crazy. Right. Um, but it's really neat for them to really sit back and talk about it and, and really, you know, talk about those roots and their appreciation for when they had those that awful time in, in their life of what happened. And it did change a lot of things. Um, it changed the footprint of their distillation program, their barreling program. Um, and it was really neat. Um, I found it really interesting. If you think about it, we, man, um, one of the things I, I really picked up on with that is, is, I mean, just the, the magnitude of how big they are, but they have 70 Rick houses, but now they're located over seven different places. Yeah. Right. So the gentleman that we met with, he said that they spread them out now so that 
if there is another fire that they don't lose everything all in one location. Yeah. So they, they might put old Fitzgerald somewhere. They might, you know, they spread it all out. They so have larceny goes redundancy. there. Yeah, exactly. So they redundancy everything in those seven locations. Yeah. But it's interesting. You see all the new brick houses now and they're all spaced out accordingly so yeah. that they're not sitting on top of each other anymore. So this doesn't happening again. Right. Well, hopefully, but yeah, yeah hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting to see. Um, and, and I found it, um, you know, I, I kind of found it very interesting with that transition. Um, he was mentioning like their whole entire bottling and their entire distillation program and their entire warehousing program was here in Bardstown and like Heaven Hill, this is, this is it. This is them. This is where they came yep. from. Um, but in 1999, they had an opportunity, you know, three years after the fire to purchase the Bernheim um, you know, still and the distilling operations in Louisville. So that's kind of where everything's distilled from now and all their distillant comes from there. And then obviously they truck it, you know, here to Bardstown and then obviously move it on to the different locations, those seven other locations, you know, throughout Kentucky, um, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, I think they said they lost, I think it was seven Rick houses. The seven, seven. Yeah. Um, 90,000 barrels, I think roughly. Wow. Yeah. That's, that was a tough day. And I, I guess the, the one thing ingrained in what we're talking about this and, and on the tour was talking about where the fire actually jumped the road yeah, and burnt the, the ass the, fire and the ass yeah. fire was on fire, which is, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, what else did you think about heaven Hill? Like what was your impressions? Um, I mean, they didn't spare any expense in that facility either. It was beautiful. No, absolutely. Um, just the, the sheer lineup that they have is impressive, you know, from the old Fitzgerald to just the Heaven Hill line to the Bernheim. Yeah. Um, it Parker's was, Heritage. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. we didn't get to we didn't. Get yeah, to we didn't take. Say, yeah, no, well, we right. could have. But yeah, good. We would have had to pay up for it. Yeah, because we, we kind of started off their their bar area opened up at 11. 11 so we ran up real quick because we had 11.30 tasting. Um, decided, hey, let's go ahead and let's do a couple things we haven't done before. We got a flight. Um, you know, I was in between the Evan Williams Master Blend and the 12-year. And then, you know, the bartender suggested, hey, for the price, you might as well get the flight. We had the make Henry McKenna, which we've had multiple times. Yeah, but uh, but between those two, you don't see anywhere apparently from what they told us. Yeah, so the the age twelve year Evan Williams, basically Japanese kind of import, and right? Louisville, um, maybe a little bit of it, right? But yep. more of the master blend is Louisville only. Um, so that's where you only see it. The the twelve year you will see overseas the Japanese label. Um, out of those three, like we've had McKenna before, but what were your thoughts on the Evan Williams master blend, the 12 year? Um, obviously we had great bartenders. They, they gave us a dropper with the limestone water. Yeah. What, so, what, is your, what were your thoughts on that? I mean, we'll probably touch on this uh, in a little bit more detail, but it was just weird because with everything that they give you, they give you these droppers, right? Sure. Yeah. And you know, you and I, we normally just drink it straight Yep. and, uh, don't consider ice or, or water. No. So when the bartender said, listen to me, you know, take, take a sip of this mm -hmm. and then add, you know, maybe two or three drops afterwards. Right? Yep. And you're going, Oh, I don't want to do that. But well, and, and w yeah, exactly. I think that was kind of my comment, but I said, Hey, you, you're asking me to do it. I'll do it. Right. Yep. yep. Yeah. And, um, it, it was incredible what opened up 
from just adding a couple drops. Sure. I mean, it opened up my mind a little bit as to maybe not adding a bunch of ice, but maybe a few drops into um, yeah into a drink and and seeing how it changes the complexity of the drink itself. Yeah, I think uh, I think on the Masters blend when we were at the bar beforehand, that was a big one with Evan Williams. Um, I was very impressed, very very impressed with the Evan Williams Master Blend. Yeah, it was um, good. I really liked it. It was a ninety proof. Um, you know, when I added the drops, I wasn't as favorable to it. I know you were. I was the exact opposite. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. To each their own on those. Um, I thought at it being at ninety, it didn't need anything else, but um, really thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, the McKenna we've had before w- visiting McKenna after the master blend was tough because I, I don't think it ever lived up to it. We probably um, should have done that one first knowing. Yeah. That- and then that was kind of a weird thing too. Like I, it's, it's hard to, when we went from that master blend to start off, which I understand you go to a 90 proof, then a bottle and bond 100, 100 and then the 12s a 101. Like I understand why you would do it in that, in that series and sequence. Um, but then again, after I've had them, I guess my palate would have been, well, I probably done the master blend at the end and yeah. really opened it up and then did the water thing and, and really look at it. Um, but I, I was a little bit surprised how I, I didn't, I wasn't enthralled or thrilled with the 12 year. Um, it, it just didn't blow my socks off by any means. What were your thoughts on that? Um, I kind of agree with that statement definitely the the 90 was just it was so much better so much smoother yeah um the 101 don't get me wrong it was still good but yeah um i i totally agree with that statement well in in this um in tasting i i would i would recommend everybody if you go to heaven hill do the you do bourbon experience um Great knowledgeable tour guides. I think they have um, four different tours, though, right? They said I think it was. Yeah, I think a, you're right. Like a bottle and bond, and yep. like two other ones, if I yeah. remember correctly. But. I, I like this one. I mean, it was a very, um, I guess you know, price wise. I mean, I guess it was okay. It was like forty bucks, I think. Um, but it you gave you the opportunity to buy the bottles, yeah. right? So we'll start off first. We got to do a larceny. Um, everything was barrel proof. So yes. everything that we did was barrel proof. And I think it's important to talk about here. You don't get a lot of those options ever to see the barrel proofs. Um, I did like the larceny barrel proof. I've had larceny barrel proof before. Um, now this was special for this. So when I talk about this, this isn't like your normal A123 or your whatever it is, B523 no, or whatever, right? Look, th- we, They're a little bit different. We put these out, but these are special just for the taste. Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of funny too, because you could see some of the people who have never had like a barrel proof before. Oh yeah. And yeah. I know which girl you're talking about. The blonde head, good looking blonde head with Jordan's on the back. Yep. We watched her. We saw her. And just see her, her spit face, it out. It, yeah, it was like, awesome. oh my goodness. But it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the larceny. I did too. You? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Bernheim. So we did the next one was the Bernheim seven year barrel proof. Um, not really my favorite. I, I just don't, I don't know. It had some weird tones to it. Never really picked up a lot on and it. And it wasn't actually a bourbon. It was whiskey. Oh yes. There you go. Remember? Thank you. Yeah. So, it was definitely, it was a flavored, it was a, a, a weeded whiskey, right? So it was very heavy weeded. Um, so it did not, it was not able to gain the status of the 51%. So that's why it was. A, it, it was, was only a like twenty some percent, if I remember correctly. It Maybe was, it yeah. was low. I I wasn't a big fan of it. Uh, I really wasn't. Um, then we got to try the Heaven Hill Select Stock. 
Um, you and I both bottled that ourselves. We did. We signed it. We pulled it in. You can only ever get one of these ever. They, they scan that, your driver's license. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. We'll post a picture on this. We'll post some some of the pictures on all the Heaven Hill here in a little while. Um, I it was so uh, ten barrels, right? Ten barrels. Yeah. So right around ten barrels. Um, they fifty-one percent malt. I think right at least. Yeah, yeah. at least right. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was so. That it was one is different. not a bourbon as well. Just oh, of course. That. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I liked it. I that was, one, it was good. I was, it was different. It was, it was different. different. But yeah, there there were two things that intrigued me. One, there's only ten barrels of the thing. Of course, so we're gonna get that one. Yeah, you're never gonna see it. Anyway. Not gonna see it. Doesn't go on the label. You know, it's distillery it's, it's only. It's ours. Yeah, you know, we got it's, it. It's just cool. We got a shelf unicorn. Yay! I'm gonna open yours up one night when you're drunk <laughs> in your house. It's a habit. <laughs> oh, good thing to note is too, for as long as they have this going. Yeah. You cannot get another one. Correct. Those. Yeah, you can they never take get They scan your driver's, driver's license. license, scan the back of it. They definitely do the whole thing, which is kind of cool. So but, you can um, get the other three, but not that one. Correct. And I think it's neat. They want everybody to experience it. Everybody have the bottle. It's 150 bucks. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. Not cheap. Um, and then lastly, we, we finalized uh, the tasting with Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Um, you know, it was really good. I, I enjoyed it. It's probably out of the four. It was probably my favorite. It was good. Um, and, and he did mention that this one did not see it, the light of day either. It was only for it, the distillery. Absolutely. So, it still it was not the A123. It wasn't going to be the B the B or the 523 or the C9. And uh, I think it was like 126. 126. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, that thing was that was really It was really good. good. We we did the same thing. So during the tasting we had the limestone water, the dropping. Um I think he called it milk of magnesia or yeah, something. Yeah, he called yeah, well, <laughs> That was like an old thing. My grandmother used to give me when my stomach was upset. Yeah. Um, I think he's talking about the color of the bottle is why he kept saying that Maybe. with the dropper bottle. But yeah, he was a nice guy. He's a retired person. Like he very good, you know, wanted to do his thing and yep. did a great job. Have something to do. So, yeah. So then in there, we got to pick our, our, our glassware. Right. And then we took it over. Um, we got to wash so it's it. Literally an empty bottle. Yep, exactly. We took an empty bottle. We went, we washed it, we dried it. And then there's a place where you actually have, there's like two levers. Um, you know, first lever gets the distillate into the bottle. Basically, I mean, this is all getting fed in, but you know, it comes in, it feeds it, you, you pull your bottle up and then boom, bam, done, seals it. Um, oh, sorry, it doesn't seal it. it. It fills it, you get a cap, you seal it, you label it, you stick your name on it. And then uh, you got your bottle, which is a pretty cool experience. And we um, signed it. Yeah, and then Put our names on. We it. we did a little bit different. Uh, we you and I were the first ones to do. We were the guinea pigs. He, he called us out. He got us up. Yeah, we get we're the ones that did it first, and then I just started sticking stickers over everything. <laughs> <laughs> we were getting stickers that we weren't supposed to be putting on there, and, but they were very adamant on how you put the sticker. Yeah, over so the there's like the tax. It was like the tax stamp. I sticker think they had to do it thing. a certain yeah. way, which which was kind of neat um, because the ones we had, um, they they weren't. Uh, I guess they weren't a cork. Correct. They weren't cords. We had a screw top. And then the other thing is, is that they're, they're not, they're not plastically shrink wrapped either, which I'm sure there's some kind of Kentucky law about it. So we had to stick the sticker over it, which I stuck it on our front of our bottle and I told you to do it, which is actually cool because now we have these like one offs. Yeah. He didn't seem too bothered. Yeah. I don't think he really cared about that, but uh, it was pretty cool. So, but he definitely was checking that like everything was in, in accordance with Correct. the bottle. Yeah. So obviously they have to have something 
correct with those bottles before they can even give them to you. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, great experience. Um, so one of the things that is funny, I asked the bartender about this. I said, well, do you guys have old fish? Cheryl? She's like, yeah, there it is. And I'm like, yeah, there's, there's a, like 10 bottles. Yeah, there's the 17 year. I was like, no, Anything no, no. You wanted. I was like, I'm, I was like, no, the, the, the prime bourbon. And she's like, oh yeah, no. And it's just, she barely even knew what you were talking exactly. about. Exactly. And it's, it's a weird thing because I, I mentioned Philly Phil and I are here. I, I made him get one of these, like they're little squat bottles. And you and I saw these little seven fifties. So we picked these up. Um, they're 1299 and they're 40 eighties. So they are light, right? But they're huge caramel bombs. I mean, you and I drank this last night. We, I we're mean, almost done. The, the we almost it, have killed this bottle already. Really Absolutely. not been very hard. So, and and and, it, and and like what I said before, like some of the sometimes when we talk about things and it's hard to find. We were talking about I.W. Harper before this, and it's like that came out of the Stites Weller, Old Fitzgerald. This is where kind of the, the names and stuff, but that all got sold off. And so when Diego, 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 whatever the fuck their name is, um, when they sold out, they sold this line to Heaven Hill in '96. You know, during the fire. Um, so, so they were able to acquire this line and then Isn't they were this producing line it. from like 1870 or something though. Well, yeah, but, but again, what, Heaven Hill didn't get this until I think it was 96, the same time frame right. after the fire. But it's, it's a very old bourbon, the line. Yeah. Itself. The mash bill. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is a sour mash by the way. It is. Mention. Yeah. It's a sour mash. And this one is really cool. Um, you know, it, it has lost a lot of its luster because um, I think it was 2015 Heaven Hill came in and, and came with the Larceny line for their weeded. This is a big weeded bourbon. Um, and basically this thing has died off. There used to be a hundred, yeah, there used to be a bottle and bond of this. And now there's just this 80 and it, and it lives here in Kentucky in a couple it's of states. Like they killed it off and it's, because... it's pretty much done, but yeah, cause they want the Larceny line out there. Right. <clears throat> and then for them, I mean, honestly, branding wise, why would you have an old fish Cheryl that's $12 and all your other old fish Cheryl's that are 150 to I don't 200, know, that's right? awesome. Yeah. So let's get into this. All right. So Philly Phil, when we were having this, I, I was a big fan of this. So I made you buy a couple bottles, one to drink, one to take home, one yeah. I'm going to take home. So tell me your thoughts on this little old fish Gerald we're drinking here. This is the old Fitzgerald prime bourbon. Again, it's a 4080 um, distilled by, they still say distilled by old fish Gerald distillery. Um, but this is a Heaven Hill product from as much as we can see from Bernheim Distillery. Um, you know, what, what's your thoughts on it? So uh, let's be honest. It's not anything overly complex. It's $13. Yeah. So let's talk about it first. $13. We're talking about a $13 bourbon here, yeah. folks. Okay. So, so we're get not going to have any get that out of the way. tasting notes on this. Yeah, exactly. But, yep. uh, like you mentioned, caramel. It's just sweet. Mm -hmm. It's easy to drink. Yep. I mean, shit. We could, if we wanted to, we could crush a whole bottle of this in one sitting because it's just that easy. It is beautiful. It, 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 I'm just, I'm happy we were able to enjoy it. Um, it it's got, it's got a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit, just a little just, bit. Just a hint. So it's, it's, it's a little bit there, a little bit of caramel, right? But you get nothing on the, like, there's hardly anything on the, no, nothing on the back. The, a hint, just of, a hint, a hint of mint. It's just on the front, a, just a hint of mint. If you get a little bit on the backside, I'll just hint a mint. But there's nothing like on your tongue really that no. sticks with you. A little bit of bacon spice, a little bit of that sweet, like uh, big league chew bubble gum. 
right? Like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, but, I mean, it's a lot of that. Come right? on, let's be fair. I mean, for, for $13. Again, $13, yes. I mean, if I had the ability to buy this every day, I mean, this is what I would be drinking every day. It's it's delicious. Um, Again, it, it's hard for me to be neutral on this. Like, Why? I can't be neutral on this. I fucking love this. Yeah. I, I, it is so good. Um, it, it, trust me, it is not going to earth shatter you. Um, if this bottle was $120, I'd be pissed. I'd say it's <laughs> Elmer T. Lee. <laughs> That's what I would say it is. I really like right? it. Right? Yeah. Um, but for $13, you're like, fuck, this is amazing. Because you're not expecting this out of $13. Completely um, agree. But yeah. Sour Mash, it's, it's a beaut. So... I'll let you real quick. Give me your synopsis. You know, we got a little bit of time here. Just tell me what you think on the, on, you know, out of out of the number ten for the old fifty. Where are we giving her? So, only because of the price point. Yep. You got to you got to factor that in. Absolutely. Right? I'm I'm at like eight and a half because there you go. because I hear you. I mean, it, it is nothing like you said to, that's going to blow your socks off, but it no. is a solid bourbon, and for thirteen dollars, you can't go wrong with this. I'm going to give you this. This is my breakdown of this. This is a fifteen hundred dollar Pappy Van Winkle that got a little bit of water in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it tastes like. <laughs> if you put, you could a probably give it to drops, most people, and yeah. they wouldn't have a. And I was like, hey man, I just poured you a, a fifteen year Pappy. Put a little bit of water in it, and what do you think? And they'd be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. I, I'm with you, man. This is eight and a half, nine for the $13 price point. Is it the best thing ever? Absolutely not. Don't get us wrong on this. But for price point, I think it is yeah. absolutely amazing. I agree. So we men, it's been fun. Uh good on location. Uh, we've got one more stop. We've got Willet tonight. And yeah. uh little, oh, that's right. We got Jim, a Jim Beam, Jim Beam tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. So Hey, Philly Phil, you suck. Um, glad you're not here. You made we the... sent him a few pictures. Yeah, we have. But uh, it's glad he's not snoring in our room. So <laughs> it makes this trip a lot easier. Yeah. Hey, guys, thanks so much for checking us out. We'll uh, we'll come back to you soon. Have a good one. See ya.